how do I realize that this person cannot read my mind? I think that's a super important distinction in a, a lesson for everybody in any stage of a relationship, including Alan and myself. I take 100% responsibility for the success of my relationship, not just with Emilia, but also with Kevin, also with Amy, also with the NLU team. It is, it is my responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, 711. 711. You smirk. He's got a smirk on his face today. Uh, it is impossible to get it all done and why that is okay. Today, for episode number 712, should your relationship always be 50-50? You didn't even hit the timer. Hit the timer, will you? That's my bad. So... I was listening, I don't know if I was listening to a book or if I was listening to a podcast, I was listening to something and they were talking about how when you start a relationship, there is an expectation. And my goal, before I tell the story, in this episode, I can't, I can't look at Alan, he's making me smile. <laughs> my goal is for you to figure out what your expectation is and how to then change it. <laughs> so it's weird, I haven't been in the studio in a, in a hot minute, so Alan and I have the, the giggies. You want to giggle for a second? Get it out? I think we should redo this. You want to get, get, giggle out? No, no. Come on. Just giggle it out for a second. Oh, okay. Usa, Usa. Okay. All right. So Taryn and I are dealing with cats that have ringworm. We've right. talked about that fairly extensively. Our cats are famous now because we talk about them more than we talk about <laughs> self-improvement. But one one thing that we've realized is like, it's just super stressful. Like it's, it's really, really a pain in the ass. I like, I know I sound probably like super high maintenance, but when you go in the room, you have to put booties on, you have to change your clothes every time you go in. Like it's this whole thing and we feed them six times a day. But the thing that pops up is like, how are you acting as a partner when you're not getting certain needs met? And are you okay with that? Do you hold that against your partner? Do you, what's the word that I can never remember? when you feel a certain way towards your partner? Resentment. Resentment. Are you building resentment towards your partner? Are you communicating it? Is it acceptable? Yeah. Like one of the things I told Taryn early on is like, look, I understand that if you have like a stressful week or something is happening and you're dealing with something, like I don't always expect to get all of my certain needs met. Yeah. And I just think it's a, I think it's a good conversation if you're watching this or listening. Like sit down and figure out have you had that conversation and are you holding some unconscious resentment if you're not getting your needs met and vice versa is your partner? So I know we have a lot of female listeners and I know sometimes the love languages tend to be a little bit different. I know usually male um, or masculine, it's physical touch. Yeah. And a lot of times it's quality time with feminine or, or the female perspective. So check in and say like, hey, when we're stressed out. Am I still meeting your needs or am I reverting to meeting my own needs first? Is that okay? Like, what do we do about that? I think it's just important to have that conversation. For sure. And I think that every relationship has certain norms. And this is actually important to understand 
more than just an intimate relationship. Okay, so on the Next Level University team, there's certain there's a certain culture. There's certain expectations. Everyone is growth-oriented. Everyone has character first. Everyone does peak performance tracking. That's expected of the team. It's an unwritten rule. These are the unwritten rules. Every intimate relationship, every relationship has unwritten rules. And if you don't understand those, you can't shift them when things adapt. Mm. So, for example, um, it was... A couple weeks ago, and I think I talked about this already, but I had a, a tick bite with a red ring around it. I don't know if it was a tick or if it was a spider, but I went to get blood work to make sure I don't have Lyme disease and I don't have Lyme. So this week got a little jeffed. jeffed. And when I found out that I wasn't well, I kind of went into, I call myself bubble boy, where I just kind of recluse and I'm not very abundant and I'm kind of scarce. And I told Emilia, I literally said, sweetheart, you're not used to seeing me in a scarce place. But when it comes to my physical health, I, I'm i not the same person. And I, I don't want that to be the case because I don't want to revert to scarcity. But I, just for a little context, at the tail end of high school, I got very, very sick for months and months and months on end with chronic sinus infections. And I reverted to that little boy, Alan, who was so afraid of his health being in jeopardy. And so I didn't have a lot to give to Emilia. And I told her up front, I said, sweetheart, like, she said, yeah, it's a little weird to see you in scarcity because you're usually so abundant and you usually have so much to give. If you have an empty cup, you are not going to be able to fulfill someone else's cup. And that needs to be okay for a time. It just can't necessarily stay that way. And so, for example, I, I remember it was Saturday night. I had found out that I wasn't well on Friday night, or at least I thought I wasn't well. And I just watched an entire movie. I watched all of Air Force One by myself and I, choice. I I was super scarce like I didn't like who's in that I didn't do a lot of the housework what, what's up oh, sorry oh uh, uh, Harrison Ford Harrison Ford yeah it's an enjoyable movie super entertaining um but like I was just very like yeah bubble boy I was just like recluse just sitting there and, and not wanting to do much of anything and I had to have that conversation with Emilia of like I I'm not gonna probably be very generous until I can get back to my my homeostasis point, my normal. Um, and I got there really quickly because I finally, I looked up on Google what was going on with me and I figured it out and I got certainty back. But if you're in tremendous uncertainty and you do feel super scarce, you're not going to have much to give. If Kevin and I want to donate to a charity, we better have a lot of abundance of wealth. You know, we want to be uh, contributing even more to the Next Level Hope Foundation than we currently are because we aren't in as big of a surplus as we want to be in. And when we are, we will be. And I think in a relationship, you just have to be upfront and honest about that. You're not going to be able to pour from an empty cup. And, you know, scarce version of you versus abundant version of you are different. And I think that's the reality. Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success for my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. And I think it's super important to do this at the beginning of your relationship because as it gets 
deeper and deeper, you have more, I don't want to say conflict is a bad thing, but like in the beginning of a relationship, it's really easy. Oh yeah. And you don't really care about anything. Like everything's fine. And then, you know, when you're a year and a half, two years, three years, four years, whatever, you're living with the person. That's another thing. That's one of the things we wanted to touch on this relationship. Um, when you live with somebody and so think of it this way. One of the reasons is this episode is should it always be 50 50 while at home, my intentions and my focuses are way different than Taryn's. Right. And we've had that conversation a few times of like her saying, Hey babe, I'm starting to feel a little bit resentful because I feel like you're not picking things up or you're not doing the laundry as much as I do. And we had this really, it was a difficult conversation, but it was, it was very well handled and I'm, I'm proud of us for handling it that way. But I said, I think one of two things has to happen. You have to change your expect three things. You have to change your expectations of the fact that I have no idea what you're thinking. Right. Like I just don't. You have to change your communication or I have to change my behavior. I think it's a, a all three at once. Yeah. Like I don't want you just to do the things around here. I want you to feel supported, but I also need you to communicate with me when you're feeling a certain type of way. Sometimes even proactively of like, hey, you know, I'm going away this weekend. I'd love if you could find the time to throw in a couple loads of laundry. Right. Where in my mind, like, I'm not really thinking of that. Well, you have a lot of other things. I do. To think yeah. About. Yeah, of course. Of course. And she does too. So, but I think it's, it's important for you, if you're in a household with somebody to really figure out like, what are my expectations? What are their expectations? How can I communicate my expectations better? And how do I realize that this person cannot read my mind? I think that's a super important distinction in a, a lesson for everybody in any stage of a relationship, including Alan and myself. I think that, uh, and this will be the last thing that I say because the timer did go off. A lot of this actually has to do with integrating standards. Earlier this week, we did an episode talking about the higher you aim, the higher your standards will have to be. And I'm living with Emilia now. And one of the things that I noticed that was beautiful, but also somewhat challenging at times is integrating standards. She has a higher standard for the beauty of the household, the plants. So, for example, she has a bunch of plants, and it makes it the house really, really nice. I haven't been invited over yet, so I've never really there. taken good care. Of, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I haven't. I've never really taken good care of plants before, so I'm not gonna naturally think. I'm I'm not in the habit of watering plants, right? Right, because right. I've never really taken care of plants before. Whereas in fitness, I have a higher standard. So when we go to the gym together, I'm kind of championing it. I'm leading it. I'm I'm communicating to her. Okay, macros, micros, calories, like the meal prep. I'm I've meal prepped a lot longer than she has in my life. And so I'm running the meal prep. So when it comes to fitness and sleep, my standards were way higher. When it comes to the household and lifestyle optimization, her standards were higher. So it took us a little while to understand that. So when Kevin says expectations, it's not just expectations, it's actually standards. Mm -hmm. So Taryn probably has a higher standard of keeping the house clean. You've seen how I've lived. Right. And we together yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And I I'll just be transparent here. The studio, I think that I have a higher standard of oh, keeping yeah. it clean, but Kevin has a higher standard of the backdrop behind us. I only care what you guys can see. <laughs> Honestly, like that's because like if you think about it, Alan, and I appreciate the compliment. Yes, I only care about the backdrop. Understand that it doesn't go all the way to each wall. It actually only is a couple feet beyond what you guys can see because there's no point in doing the whole wall. And when it became springtime, I was like, all right, Kev, we're going to dedicate an entire Friday to cleaning out the entire studio. So it actually looks really nice now. Um, but for a while there, it was getting bad. It was, it was fun. In <laughs> retrospect, yeah, it was yeah. fun. But that's what this is. Integrating standards. Understand that it's not always going to be 
There are going to be times when your partner's struggling and it's going to be 75-25. There are going to be times when you're on fire and everything's going well and you're fulfilled and you're an overflowing cup where it can be 80-20 and you're giving 80%. And, and, and it can switch and it can evolve. It needs to be fluid. But the very last thing I'll say, I know I said that before, but I take 100% responsibility for the success of my relationship. Not just with Emilia, but also with Kevin, also with Amy, also with the NLU team. It is, it is my responsibility if I'm choosing to be in a business partnership with Kevin or in an intimate relationship with Emilia. It is my responsibility to make sure that that is flourishing and growing to its maximum capacity. But what I find really important to also understand is that Kevin also takes ownership for our business partnership and so does Emilia. Emilia also takes 100% of responsibility too. Even though sometimes she only has 20% to give, she still takes 100% responsibility on the macro in the long term. And I think that's an important distinction as well. I, I agree. We had somebody message me on the team today saying something about something else that wasn't getting done. And I said, well, I want to make sure I take my part, my, my part in that responsibility. Like I know I've been jeffing too. So, and it's the same way on the team and, and all that happy jazz. So, is that it? That's, that's everything that's I That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, um, group coaching... Round four opens up September 7th. Yes. At 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, guys, I know a lot of you haven't done coaching, so this might be an opportunity for a lot of you who are thinking to yourself, like, I've never had a one-on-one coach. I don't know what to expect. I'm not even sure what I want out of life yet. We talk about all of that. We talk about the clarity component. Everything you really need to get your feet wet in the personal development, self-improvement space and you can really help understand and learn about yourself as well very easy bi-weekly 97 bucks a month it's a bargain a rare bargain as some people would say we would love to have you there we're only taking 10 people so make sure you click the link in the show notes fill out the application and get in there one of my clients he's a one-on-one client and he we found out uh we were doing a diagnostic of i have sort of a diagnostic that i take my clients through of what what is the real problem what's the root cause of why you're not as fulfilled as you could be or or on fire belonging. He felt like he had a really, really, he gave a three out of 10 for belonging. And I said, well, how many people in your, in your life have as high of aspirations as you do? How many aspirational people do you have in your life? And he said, none. I said, that's the problem. He did say me, but I said, other than me, I said, that's the problem. And so he's actually going to be doing group coaching as well as one-on-one coaching with me because of the belonging because of the team atmosphere, a group of 10 people all committed to their goals, all socially accountable, all doing peak performance tracking in the same dashboard. Um, if you are new to coaching, if you want to feel like you belong, if you want to actually achieve your goals and be supported for your aspirations, group coaching is the way. We have new testimonials on the website. Go to nextleveluniverse.com, click group coaching, scroll to the bottom. Three of the people that went through group coaching, groups one, two, and three, Karishma's on there, Janine is on there, and I think, what's the third one? I'm not sure. I forget the third one at this point. But check those videos out. All I asked was please speak from the heart about your actual experience for group coaching. If you don't want group coaching after watching those videos, I would be surprised. Please check that out. The link is in the show notes. And if you do find yourself not wanting it, we have an online course too. Again, our goal is to be able to help you at every single level. Wherever you are, you might not say, I have $97 a month. Okay, cool. We have a course that's $47. And if you don't find value, we'll give you your money back within the first 30 days. So again, at the end of the day, we want to impact as many people as we can. And uh, we realize that not everybody has the money for one-on-one or group. So 
we figured we'd make a course. And if anyone has any questions, reach out to Kevin or myself. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we don't have fans. We have family. And we will talk to you tomorrow because we were every, every day, all the time. All day, every day. Every day. Every day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.